And I'm Grace. And this is what we wish people knew. Welcome to what I wish people knew about how to improve your relationship. Do you feel as if something is missing in your relationship? Want to get back that spark that you used to feel? Feel stuck? Feel like you keep having the same argument over and over again? If so, you may be experiencing one of those natural lulls that occur in relationships every so often. Here are some helpful tips to put a little oomph back into your relationship. So one of these is communication. You all knew I was going to talk about this, so I might as well get it out of the way. We hear it time and time again. The, six, the key to a successful relationship is open and honest communication. Anyone, including myself, can make improvements in how they communicate with others, especially with your significant other. Here are some ways to achieve better communication. Emotional versus logical thinkers. Everyone uses both emotion and logic in their communication. However, most people typically use one more often than the other. It is important to know your communication style as well as your partner's. Communication errors occur when two people vary in a style. For instance, let's say I'm an emotional thinker and my partner is more logical. When my partner is communicating to me through a more logical side of his brain, I'm receiving the information using the emotional side of my brain. This can lead to me misinterpreting what he's trying to say and responding recording accordingly. As you can guess, this can easily cause an argument. So another one is I statements. When you're having a discussion with your significant other, it is important to use I statements, especially during a disagreement. I statements will prevent your partner from feeling attacked and it will lead to a more productive conversation. So here's an example. I felt hurt when you canceled our plans because it is important to me that we spend quality time together. I am a person who dislikes when plans are canceled. In the future, I would appreciate that you give me more notice. Another one is to give compliments. It is important for your partner to feel appreciated and valued. Try to give each other a compliment or statement of appreciation at least once a day. Don't be afraid to go out of your comfort zone. If you are someone who gives a lot of compliments about the physical aspects of your partner, try something different. Compliment something about their personality, what they bring to the relationship, how they treat you, and so on. Your partner will enjoy hearing these unexpected affirmations from you. So another one is quality time. Um, So this category, um, this is something that I'm always surprised that so many couples don't make an effort to include in their weekly routine. So even if you and your significant other are living together, it does not guarantee that you are spending quality time together. Quality time can be a very easy way to reignite a spark. And here are some ideas. Stay up all night talking. Every relationship has its own unique transgression, but many relationships have one thing in common, the night you talk for hours. This is my favorite part of the beginning of a relationship, as it usually signifies the beginning of something great. There is no reason why you can only have a night like this in the beginning of a relationship. Make an effort to have this kind of moment as often as you can. Learn something new about them, talk about your dreams, your fears, questions about the world, and fall in love with them again through a conversation about nothing and yet everything. So another one is date night. It's important to still go on dates no matter how long you've been together. Here is my definition of a date night. It feels like a date. It's that simple. I don't care how much money you spend, where where it's at, or what you do on your date. If it feels like a date to both you and your partner, then it's a success. 
If you are having some financial troubles right now, have a date night in. Get all dressed up, or don't, but sometimes getting dressed up is fun. Cook together, sit on the floor, just don't turn the TV on. I know, movie nights can be a date night, and this is true. However, we are aiming for a quality time date night. Quality time is hard to get when we aren't even looking at each other or paying attention to one another. Saying goodnight every night. This is something I practice in my own relationship, and I promise you it allows for quality time every single day. Quality time is not something that has to take up hours of your day. It can be a simple 15-minute conversation before you go to bed, as long as it makes you feel closer and more connected to your partner. So the next category is talking about your past. This is more than just talking about details and events of your past. Talk to your significant other about how certain experiences are continuing to impact you now in the present. For example, if you have had a prior relationship that was toxic, share how this continues to impact you. This will help your partner understand your reactions to things, how you view things, certain behaviors, and your overall interactions with the world and others. Uh, the next one is to talk about the future. I think it's important to talk about things you are not willing to compromise on as things begin to get serious in, re in your relationship. It's important to make sure that you are on the same page early on. Let your partner know your dream for the future and share your goals. The next one is intimacy. Many people think of intimacy as something physical, but it's so much more than that. Intimacy is the piece of your relationship that no one else is privy to. This is why couples are able to focus solely on their partner, why they attend to where they are in the room, why we are so attuned to their body language and we can sense their mood without them saying anything. If you start to think of intimacy in this way, you'll be able to incorporate intimacy into your relationship daily. Intimacy is important in every relationship and it does not just mean sex. Intimacy creates passion, connectedness, and trust with your partner. Here are some ways you can establish intimacy in your relationship. The first is physical touch. Any type of physical contact with your significant other is a form of intimacy, especially when it is done in an intentional and loving way. The second is eye contact. Try to make eye contact with your significant other even when you are not verbally engaged. For example, try to make eye contact with your partner when you are out at an event and not standing together. This serves as a nonverbal check-in and is a means of connection even when you are not physically standing next to each other. It's important for your partner to know that you are thinking of them and care about their well-being, even when apart. Another one is to celebrate your relationship. Talk about the story of us with your significant other on a regular basis. A great way to recreate some of the passion and excitement you felt in the beginning of your relationship is to talk about it with one another. Talk about your first date, your first impressions, when you realized you found love, and let them know how grateful you are that they came into your life. I also think it's important to write down important dates and make an effort to do something special on them. Moving forward, remember to acknowledge and record any more first you experience. This will add variety and remind you that you still have so much to look forward to and experience together. The next one is fighting. This is a tough one because no one wants to think of fights as a way to improve relationships, but it is. Having fights means that you care enough about your partner and your relationship to want to protect it. Think of fighting as another form of communication and something that helps you understand your partner even better. Here are some helpful tips. Don't interrupt. I will admit I am the worst at this. 
something that has really helped me is establishing a rule that will ensure that you are taking turns to talk. My partner and I give each other kind of a thumbs up if we're arguing to signify that I am done talking and the other person can now respond. I know it sounds silly, but it's actually helped us a lot. In arguments, you can easily trip over one another because um, you're in a rush to say your side of things. So it helps us in not only interrupting, but in slowing down the conversation, which prevents it from escalating. Don't bring up the past. All is fair in love and war unless you're trying to fight a battle that has already been fought. Once you have a disagreement, discuss it and resolve it, then that disagreement is null, void, off limits. Do not end the discussion if you are not ready to, because once it ends, you cannot use it as ammo in your next fight. So another helpful thing in fighting is to name the fight. If you're having the same argument over and over again, give it a name. I don't care what the name is, you can make it something silly if you want. Some things are not solvable, and you have to decide if you are okay with that or not. If your argument starts going down that path, identify it and then move on. There's no point in having a disagreement about something over and over again if it is not productive. Understand what things represent to your partner. In many arguments, we are fighting. what we are fighting about is not we are, what we are actually fighting about. Let me give you an example. Let's say we are having a fight because you just quit your job without discussing it with me. I'm upset because a job to me means financial security, s- stability, and less stress. A job is filed under a logical piece of my brain. You, my partner, are upset because a job represents something completely different to you. For you, a job is a is kept in an emotional piece of your brain and represents something that is meaningful, makes you happy, and something you are passionate about. You need to learn what things represent for your partner and where you and your differences lie. I hope this podcast has helped you learn some ways you can improve your relationship and continue to keep that initial spark alive. Thanks for listening to What I Wish People Knew. Thank you.